The opinions expressed are those of the show's host and not the staff or management of Port St. Lucie Broadcasters. Any reproduction without written consent of WSTU and WPSL is strictly prohibited. Now it's time for Quality of Life Radio, brought to you by Cigna and Aetna Medicare. Here are your hosts, Gary Owen and Tom Bouvier. Hello and good morning, Treasure Coast. Thank you for tuning in on this extraordinary Tuesday morning. It is May 30th, day after Memorial Day, day after Gary's famous birthday on Memorial Day. Hey, we thank you so much for tuning in on this world-famous Quality of Life radio show. I am your host, Gary Owen. I'm the president of Owen Insurance Group. And I am Kathy Prasniewski, sitting in for Tom the Bouve Bouvier. You sure you're not Tom? No, I'm not Tom. She's not Tom, everybody. How about that? Uh, And by the way, we are here every Tuesday morning from 10 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., uh, and you can catch us on WSTU 1450 AM and WPSL 1590 AM, as well as catching us on uh, TuneIn Alexa, as well as Facebook Live. So, Kathy, we are here every single Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right, Gary. And we're bringing you our new one-half-hour show with relevant content and information Uh, We at Owen Insurance Group share our knowledge and present information about important insurance solutions, pitfalls to avoid, transparency, and good old-fashioned straight talk that will enhance and improve your quality of life because it's our mission to simplify insurance planning so you can enjoy the stress-free life that you deserve. Well, you know, that's what we're all about here at Owen Insurance Group. We are absolutely uh, here to be your guide and to here to, to be a resource and answer any questions that you might have because we know that insurance is convoluted, it's confusing, and we are here to unravel the mysteries of insurance planning, Medicare planning, health insurance, life insurance planning. And so before we get up today on the show, you know, on uh, I believe it was two weeks ago, uh, we talked about cancer insurance. And by the way, the month of May is Skin Cancer Awareness Month. So uh, last uh, two weeks ago, we talked about uh, cancer insurance uh, overall at a 30,000-foot overview. Today, we're going to zero in and talk about some statistics on skin cancer. Because here in Florida, every single one of us have to worry about skin cancer. As soon as you walk outside, you got to be worried about it. You're in your car. The sun is penetrating the windshield and the windows and the side windows. You've got to be worried about skin cancer. Little did I know that sitting in a car with my arm against a window that I'm, I could potentially get skin cancer. So, that yes, it's happening. It can happen. So we're going to share with you some statistics. Before we do that, I want to share with everybody a quote of the day, and this is probably the single most important quote that I love. I mean, I use this quote every day uh, by President Calvin Coolidge. Uh, He was a president of very little words, and this was his speech. Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. We all know that. 
persistence, and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race, unquote. So that is one of my favorite quotes of all time by President Calvin Coolidge. All right. So uh, again, we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk to you about Skin Cancer Awareness Month, and if you do not listen to me closely, it's May thirtieth. I don't know what you're doing right now, but whatever you're doing, if you're driving, okay, well, continue, continue to drive. Uh, if you're cooking, cleaning, working. Whatever you're doing, stop for just a second and listen. 90% of non-melanoma skin cancer is caused by UV light, and there is no way, I repeat, no way to completely prevent non-melanoma skin cancer. However, Kathy, there are important steps that they can take to reduce the risk. And what are they? Well, you started out saying that, you know, you get in the car, you should worry about it. But actually, your worrying should start before you even leave your house. So That's where the planning begins, right? Yes. So you know, Gary, firsthand, I spend a lot of time putting on creams and getting ready in the morning. But the most important thing that I do is I put on an SPF 45 cream, and it's even a tinted moisturizer because I know how powerful the sun is, even from my house to my car to the office. So... Your preventative measures take place before you leave your home. All right. And then uh, some of the uh, steps that people can take to reduce their risk of skin cancer. Yes. Uh, One of them is uh, limit your exposure to UV rays through the sun or a tanning bed. And then what outside? Uh, Seek shade. Yes. Don't be out in the sun. Yeah. Wear sunglasses. Worshipping the sun. It's very bad for you. Even though we're in Florida, I know you want to go to the beach and you want to go on the water and on the boat. Man, I tell you what, every time you do that, you're putting your life at risk. What else, Kath? And Gary, going to the beach is okay, but everything in moderation. You know, salt water is very healing as well. Right. You're not going to sit in it all day. But they should limit their time outside. Absolutely. Everything in moderation. So, um... So, again, limit your outside time during the hours the sun rays are the strongest, which is between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. So that means be at the beach at 5 a.m. and after 5 p.m. Yes. If you don't get up that early, all right, as long as you're at the beach before 9 a.m., you'll be safe. Uh, Also, you should be wearing protective clothing. So when I'm outside, you know, uh, in the backyard doing yard work, which is absolutely therapeutic for me, uh, you know, Got to wear long sleeves, long pants, wear, you know, one of those goofy hats uh, that protect your ears, your neck, and everything. Uh, and then also uh, put on SPF. It's very important to do that so you don't fall prey and be a victim to skin cancer. That's correct. And, you know, we see a lot of the workers doing landscaping and all, too. We you- make fun of them, but you know what? <laughs> they, you know, they look goofy as heck, but... They're, they know They're better. Pre- they know exactly. they know the uh, the effects that sun has on the body. And even after you take all these precautions and you prepare yourself and you do things in moderation, the most important thing, even though you've taken those measures, is to check your skin. Right? Do regular skin self checks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, it's amazing that you see the order we get. Mm-hmm. The, the skin doesn't like us on our body that much, right? It it it, it gets weird. 
and it shrivels up and it looks nasty and it turns brown and black. Spots. And the more you're out in the sun, the more this is going to happen to you. So Mm -hmm. be careful. When you're outside, use water-resistant sunscreen of SPF 30 or minimum. higher. Yeah, minimum. And even on cloudy days, listen, the UV, the, the UV rays are penetrating the clouds. So uh, be out there no matter whether the sun is out there or whether it's cloudy, always wear SPF 30 or higher. And what should they avoid? Tanning beds. Oh, yes. Do not, well, can't tell you what to do because you're going to do what you want to do anyway but the choices you make is going to affect your life down the road so if you are going to continually hit the tanning beds because you want to look sexy i guarantee you you're going to pay the price down the road and gary a lot of women women especially will hit a tanning bed of course i i i and i used to do this uh, when I was much younger, but we have this belief that we look younger and healthier if we have a tan. It's unbelievable. So see me in about 50, 30, they'll say 30, 40 years and see how those tanning beds work out for you. Yeah, see, I'm uh, Irish, Irish, Welsh blood. So uh, I have, I'm a fair skinned individual and I knew not to be out Burn, the baby, burn. Burn, baby, burn. I'm out there for five minutes. I'm like, what? the heck just happened to me look like i was out in the sun playing for a year um all right so what is the difference between squamous cell skin cancer and basal Mm -hmm. cell skin cancer sounds delicious uh (laughs) but but it's it's like a sushi it, it is not a dessert trust me it's not a dessert uh, Kathy, what is melanoma, uh, the, the difference between squamous cell skin cancer and basal cell skin cancer? So basal cells are found deep within the epidermis, so that's your skin. These cells grow and divide and move up to the very top layer of skin where your skin cells are always shedding. So, But uh, what is basal skin cell cancer? So when these basal cells mutate and start to grow out of control, the basal cell skin cancer can develop and spread. Mutate. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it doesn't sound pretty. Uh, But it does spread. It usually moves directly into tissues and bones that are nearest to the affected skin cancer area. And let's talk about, uh, oh, well, although most surgery is a traditional treatment uh, for common skin cancers, Image-guided SRT is a surgery-free alternative that is just as effective. So you should talk to uh, a skin cancer doctor or a specialist to learn more about this type of treatment and ask if that procedure is right for you. And then melanoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are several stages of that. But uh, going back to uh, basal skin scale, uh, what does basal skin cancer look like mm-hmm. on the skin on the back page of that? <laughs> so let's see. Basal skin cancer may look like other skin conditions. So it's, you know, better safe than sorry. Go to the dermatologist, uh, such as uh, eczema, but it most commonly takes uh, one of the following forms, such as an open sore that does not heal. Uh, that's priority. A red or irritated patch of skin that persists to either itch or burn. Uh, A shiny bump or growth that can be pink or light brown depending on a person's skin tone or even a waxy area that looks like a scar. And Gary, you know, I just visited the dermatologist for my annual checkup and I know my body. I know my skin. And I had a little tiny bump on the top of the bridge of my nose. 
And I asked her to look at it. She said it looked fine. I said, can you just look a little closer? And it did. It showed like a little ridge, which is not normal. And she had to freeze it off. So I, you just have to know your body. Absolutely. You have to look at your skin. Yep. And I think I've got some issues on my nose that I go take a look at as well. <laughs> yeah. and, not, and, and listen, we see our body every single day. So we notice, we should be noticing the changes that's happening to our body. All right. So we talked about basal cell. What is squamous cell skin cancer? So squamous cells are found in the top part of the epidermis. Uh, both basal and squamous cell skin cancers are relatively slow-growing. Mm-hmm. But the most important difference between basal and squamous cell skin cancer is that the squamous cell is more likely to spread to uh, other organs, organs of your body. Mm-hmm. So that is horrendous if that happens. Uh, it can be life-threatening, of course, and that's why it's important for skin cancers to be identified and treated early on. And typically, the, the most exposed parts of the body is the face, the neck, and the hands, and the arms. So that's where you really got to be looking at uh, very closely. Squamous cell skin cancer takes one of the following forms. It's a scaly or rough patches of skin that bleed or crust over without healing. You know that pesky little thing that you have on your arm uh, that's not healing. Hey, you better get that taken a look at. Mm -hmm. Growth with raised edges that you talked about earlier Mm -hmm. uh, and depressed centers. And we talked about people with fair skin and light hair are generally more susceptible to skin cancer, uh, like Gary Owen, who is fair-skinned. So uh, be very cognizant of that. Uh, Distinguishing basal cell versus squamous cell skin cancer is ultimately a task best laid up, uh, left up to a trained dermatologist who can immediately recommend basal or squamous cell skin uh, cancer treatment. So, uh, and then... Kathy, the melanoma stages. So there are four, four. stages. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's uh, kind of go through that. Okay, so uh, stages zero to one, obviously, are the very early stages. Uh, in stage zero, the growth is just localized and non-evasive. Uh, stage one will involve tumors evading into the dermis level, but the tumor is rather small. Um, on people that move into stage two, uh, the tumors are larger and may show additional characteristics such as ulceration. So th- that's a sore. So this stage is considered an intermediate risk. Uh, let's see, stage three, uh, melanomas exhibit ulceration as well, which indicates significant progression. Uh, lymph nodes may be involved, which can carry cancer to your other organs. And finally, the fourth stage of melanoma involves me- metastasizing or spreading to your lymph nodes and internal organs. Muy malo. Yeah, usually your lungs. So the cancer could also spread to the brain, your liver, your bones, your gastrointestinal tract. So we're going to share some uh, interesting facts and statistics that you may or may not want to know. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to know, turn the radio off right now. But don't. Yeah, but yeah, I'm only kidding. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, so uh, where are we in the country? So I'm going to give you the top 10 countries where, skin can- or, where, where you see the highest incidences of skin cancer. Wow. So... Uh, I, I figured the United States would be number one, but uh, really, Australia, because I guess you got the Great Barrier Reef, you've got some great beaches in Australia, and oh. New Zealand. Australia is number one, New Zealand is number two. And guess where the United States falls? 
Number three. Number three. So number three is where the United States falls. And in, in the United States, we're going to share some more statistics of how many people are being diagnosed with skin cancer on a given day. It is absolutely horrendous. It, it, it's, it's mind-boggling. Then number four is Canada. Number five, it's Switzerland. I, I don't know there was any sun in Switzerland, but I guess uh, that happens every once in a while. Ireland, number six. The Netherlands, number seven. Germany, Germany number eight. Montenegro, number nine. And Luxembourg, number ten. Mm. So you have the top ten non-melanoma skin cancer rates in the world. So uh, we are at number three. So unfortunately, Australia and New Zealand, or fortunately for us, uh, they got two, two uh, countries ahead of the United States when it comes to skin cancer. So uh, facts from the American Academy of Dermatology. So research estimates uh, show that common skin cancers, including basal skin cancer and squamous skin cancer, affect more than 5 million, 5 million Americans every year. These common forms of skin cancer can affect anyone, no matter your age, no matter your sex, no matter your skin color. About uh, the next one, Kathy. Facts from Skin Cancer Foundation. Uh, So from the Skin Cancer Foundation, about 90% of common skin cancers are caused by exposure to ultraviolet UV light. Uh, your basal skin, uh, your basal cell uh, skin cancer is the most important type of skin cancer, uh, with an estimated 4.3 million diagnoses each year. Squamous cell skin cancer is the second most common type of skin cancer, uh, and then a low skin cancer is not contagious. Thank right. God. Individuals who have had an organ transplant are approximately 100 times more likely to develop squamous cell skin cancer compared to the general population. So one in five United States, uh, U.S. Americans will develop skin cancer by the age of 70. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, during our, our other show, we talked about cancer. The median age of cancer diagnosis is 66. Uh, we just completed a, another round of Medicare educational workshops. We just uh, left uh, the, the Palm Bay, the Melbourne area, and we had a couple of uh, Medicare workshops up there. And I was talking to uh, a gentleman uh, who served uh, in the United States Marine Corps who had just turned 66. And I told him that, you know what, 66 happens to be the median age of cancer diagnosis in the United States. So uh, it's not a laughing matter. It, it's going to happen. Most likely it's going to happen. Men have a one in three chance, uh, a one in two chance of getting cancer diagnosis. Women have a one in three chance of getting a cancer diagnosis in their lifetime. So uh, I feel that it's not a matter of, with, of if, but a matter of when. And I ask you this question today. This is probably the biggest question that we are going to ask today on the show. What have you done to prepare for that inevitable day when you're sitting in a chair across from your dermatologist and you hear those words, you have cancer? Not what I would want to hear. Nope. Uh, and, but the good thing is 
if you've never had cancer yet, you can qualify for a cancer plan. So we're going to talk a little bit more here before we end the show about the rates of cancer, cancer insurance protection that provides you a lump sum uh, tax-free income. So we're going to share that with you in just a moment. You know, and I just want to make one more point to Gary. It doesn't matter if you're 40, 50, 60 years old and you've never used SPF. Start now. Sure. It's never too late. It's never too late. Start now. And and, and remember this number, 9,500. 9,500 Americans are diagnosed with skin cancer every single Day. day. Every day, 9,500 of our fellow Americans are being diagnosed and hearing those god-awful words, you have cancer. So uh, there are things that you can do to, to uh, take certain measures to mitigate that risk and then also buy a cancer policy that, God forbid, when that day comes, that you would have a lump sum cash infusion that's tax-free to use however you want to use it. And we'll get there in just a moment. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we talked about tanning beds, so I don't want to belabor that. Uh, but uh, that is not a great place to go. Uh, so one one good thing about uh, skin cancer survival rates uh, that uh, there are there is a ninety nine percent of survival a five year survival rate for melanoma is up to ninety nine percent, but it has to be detected early. Mm-hmm. But in, across all stages, uh, the survival rate drops to 93 percent. Their survival rate is, uh, drops to 66 percent for melanoma cancers that have reached, reached the lymph nodes, and then 27 percent survival rate for cancers that have passed from the lymph nodes to other organs. And again, remember, age, gender, Ethnicity may all impact these statistics. It doesn't really matter who you are, what you are, how old you are. If you're out in the sun, it's going to inevitably happen to you. Uh, All right, so I've been notified already that we only have five minutes left. So what I'm going to do for the last five minutes... Uh, I've, and it's amazing. We, we have so much information. We always have so much information to do share. Do you want me to inspect your body for any uh, Iggy, skin cancer? Iggy, would you like to have a uh, cancer body inspection performed? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> well, uh, well, listen, if you don't uh, go to your dermatologist, uh, you can always come to Owen Insurance Group, ask for Kathy, and uh, she'll be happy to inspect uh, for any potential lesions that you may have. Not. All right. Uh, 66 uh, age is the median age of cancer diagnosis. So if you're between the ages of 55 and beyond, 55 and over, we talked about this two weeks ago on our show, you are part of a statistic. This number is 77%. So 55 and over, age 55 and over, you will have a 77% chance of being diagnosed with cancer. Cancer is the second leading cause of death. And there are opportunities that you can have uh, that you should take to buy a cancer plan. So there is a cash benefit cancer plan that you can purchase. It's a lump sum plan. You can choose anywhere from $10,000 up to $50,000. So, uh, 
for many of you that say that you're uh, in our age category between the ages of 55 and 59. $20 a month if you're a male, $17 a month if you're a female, will get you $10,000, which will cover your traditionally your high out-of-pocket expense on your health insurance plan. So now you have a policy for as little as $17 a month to buy a $10,000 cancer plan. If you're between the ages of 30 and 34, $3 a month. There is no excuse for you to not have a cancer plan. I'm sorry. Now, obviously, like any other insurance, the longer you delay and the older you are when you get insurance, the more money, the higher the premium it's going to be. So uh, if now you're between the ages of 60 and 64, now instead of paying $3 a month or $17 a month, now you're paying $21 to $27 a month. And and also, uh, if you're married, instead of buying an individual uh, cancer plan for the wife and for, uh, for the husband, you could buy a family plan and save roughly 20% on the premium as well. And also, when you pay an annual, pay the premium annually as opposed to monthly, you'll save also a whole month premium on that. So take a look at it. Uh, we had some calls at our last show about getting some rates on cancer. So I thought it was important uh, to bring it up again. And now because, you know, this is the last part of the month of May, uh, Skin Cancer Awareness Month, I wanted to make sure that everyone is aware of it. Please give us a call at 772-210-1020. If you've got questions about cancer protection or any other health insurance, give us a call at Owen Insurance Group. Visit our website at owaninsurancegroup.com. Again, 772-210-1020. Give us a call for a free quote. All right, stay tuned. Coming up next is the Brian Kilmeade Show. And listen, hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Please share us with your friends, your family, and your neighbors. And remember, stay safe, keep healthy, be happy, and enjoy your quality of life.